folks, uh, we're into it here. This is a feedback episode. We know it's been a few, mm-hmm. and uh, so we just want to check back in, see how y'all doing, and give you an update on, uh, yeah, what what we've been doing over the last couple episodes, what we thought about them, and what you guys thought about them, and just, um, yeah, have a quick chat over the podcast medium, and s- yeah. stay up to date with you guys. Let me quickly turn my email off. All right. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> All Friends. right. Well, let's see. We got uh, Life of an MP, Arnold Viersen. That was episode 31. Episode 32 was Grief with uh, Rick Ludwig and Diane, Diane Vanderwood Russell. Uh, we did The Church with Reverend Clarence Bauman. Then Life Renewal, Andrew and Heidi Hutton. And then also episode 35, Unmet Expectations with Sarah Hutton. And then Ty co-hosted with his wife, Kel. Yeah. Which was an interesting episode. Which I definitely wanted to be at, but was uh, <laughs> falsely maligned. Oh, you want to get right into that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe I said something like, Lucas didn't want to be here because he was terrified of this topic. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which has was nothing not to true. contribute to a topic or a conversation about this. I just thought Kelly could do a much better job than myself. And, and didn't she, though? And she did. Yeah, she there did. you go. So. Much better. Yes. As she Sarah did. so kindly pointed out. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, I don't think I'll be coming back to the podcast. <laughs> Hey, then we dropped one that we're not covering today, I guess, but that's yeah, just, just you. So, so, you know what? Me and Mark. You get your glory right back. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, anyway, yeah, why don't we start? What are we at? 31? I can't yeah, remember. We'll, we'll start with Arnold, yeah, I'm starting to look so legit when you're scrolling. Yeah. yeah there's a lot there. Um, yeah. We had Arnold Viersen on, right? Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. About being an MP and like we had talked about uh, politics and stuff a little bit here and there, but hearing from his side of it was kind of cool. Yeah, you get the first-person view and what all goes on in Ottawa. And yeah. I don't know if everyone caught that, but you worked for him for, like, however long, right? Yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah about, well, it's got to be... Driving around in northern Alberta. And five years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I know him uh, I know him pretty well. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was good to talk to him about his work, pro-life work, uh, anti-porn work, and anti-sex trafficking, and the mm-hmm. good work he's doing in that regard. So that was, uh, yeah, encouraging to hear updates on that. Yeah, sphere of things. Yeah, it's been a while since we heard any feedback on that one because uh, you know it's been a while. That's back but, in the summer. But yeah, but so yeah, the one thing that we we talked about afterwards, and maybe someone brought it up, um, was the tactics um, versus principles versus debate. principles debate. Yeah, <laughs> as it's become to known. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, like, do you act as an MP or as a voter to to create change based on like what's the best tactic um, or do you do that based on, you know, the principle in every situation? So like we talked to Jonathan Van Maren like a couple episodes before that. Yep. And he said, well, you know, if you don't have a pro-life MP, it's like that's enough to not make you vote for someone, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's pretty hard to make an argument otherwise. But yep. also Arnold said, well, the tactics, like if, you know, maybe you have an MP who's not pro-life, but they're going to do something good for some other cause than yeah or you know or you don't have any pro-life MPs so in his case he's coming from a you know a big 10 conservative party like Mm. they're looking to get elected obviously that's his job and uh you know even if you didn't particularly like your conservative MP you know if you voted for them that's a seat hopefully and then they could form government that's that's the argument on that side of things which makes sense because he's part of the conservative government like if uh if he believed that you know you can't do good work you know basically you have to act principally in every situation, you know, to your core, even to a fault, then 
he would be either running for CHP or independent or yeah. and he would never be getting elected. So yeah. Oh, I it's, mean, it's 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 a tough uh it's always definitely a, a tough debate. So but yeah, it's uh it's a good one to have and to continue to have too and, and mm. issue by issue as well. Yeah, I think the one that he well, somebody brought it up to us was about COVID that like the tactic he took yeah. with COVID and uh you know, letting something slide where giving Jason yeah. Kenny some extra grace yeah. where others were not willing to do so. Yeah. So which, you know, we're all sick of talking about that, so... You know what? Uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll move yeah. on from there, because... But, yeah, so that's... Uh, that w- it was a good good episode. And then, uh, you know, I had a couple people mention to me that they uh, loved our um, little snippet on the uh, outhouse race, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the Nearlandia outhouse The Nearlandia, race. like, Olympics or whatever was going on up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. And then, actually, after we did that episode, I ended up almost in Nearlandia on vacation, so... I got up almost a bar head, so almost never, to the promised never land. Never quite made it to. I did make it into the promised land, so we yeah we, you were going to rename his whole riding, and we made it like <laughs> when we drove down, we drove out from Jasper to Edmonton, and we got we take a little detour north, and we saw a couple Arnold Arnold signs. Oh yeah, as we went, it was the election time, so yeah. it was like it was a week before, so that's cool. But anyway, right. that uh, so then we did grief, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, a yeah serious one as well, but uh, I, yeah, I, people yeah, I just relayed to me that they appreciated that one. It was it was helpful. Uh, I know personally, yeah. I I learned a lot from that episode. You know, grief is a journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funeral and the whole initial grieving process is is kind of just the, the start of that journey, and you're actually just opening that whole can of worms up. And yeah, there's no there's yeah. no getting over grief. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a lifetime thing, but you not mostly. Yeah, like, learn, you learn to deal with it and to you know yeah. live as best you can. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's good so, tips for supporting yeah. people too. Yeah, which is really good. Like, because people deal with it in su- such different ways, right? Like, I mean, I probably told a little bit on that podcast, like how you know I deal with grief a little bit, whatever, but mm-hmm. just not the same as everybody else. So, and to have to have insight into like you know how people could be dealing with it, and then like having the tools to kind of recognize that people are dealing with it and not just like the immediate, you know, family or like the husband or wife yeah, or yeah. kid or whatever, uh, but the whole extended family at the funeral and, mm-hmm. you know, so people don't get, you know, get missed or fall through the cracks and, you know. So, yeah, I think in general, like we do a fairly decent job in our in our communities of like supporting people who have lost yeah. loved ones, but... It's definitely good to think about it personally and like imagine, you know, how it would be. And, you know, it made me appreciate, yeah, just the work they do, how important it is. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know like tons. Like, obviously, with my mom's passing, like, we did know a little bit. Like, but yeah, I was kind of, it was kind of pretty limited the interaction I had with them. Obviously, it was helpful and then they kind of walk you through everything, but Mm -hmm. definitely didn't know like to the extent they get into some situations and stuff. So, yep. So, yeah, really cool to know. Yeah, like as far as feedback went on that episode, was a lot of people were just uh, very positive, saying they appreciated it. Mm. It was good to hear from from Rick and Diane. Of course, we're not going to tell you if there was negative feedback. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. We did get. Uh, there was one question on on YouTube there about uh, Sunday visitations. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, I'm not sure if that's a common practice or not. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't heard of it. I've, I don't know if it's. Yeah. Basically, the question is: Is it? Uh, you know, is it a wise thing to do or is it, you know, in, in line with God's word to 
do visitations on Sunday because you could conceivably do a different day and you're making the, uh, the funeral director directors work. Um, yeah, I could see, I could see that argument. I could also say that you could see the other side of things too, where Sunday is a great time to gather with God's people. And especially if you're going through mm-hmm. a tough time. Yeah. Especially if you don't have family, like you're not gonna, I don't know. I think about, I think I mentioned to you too, like just, um, if you had like a Sunday wedding, Mm-hmm. Like weddings are very much a church event too, right? Yeah, and that's why we announce it. And in, in traditionally, like we we invite people to weddings and they come to the wedding yep. to witness the wedding. Yep. But we announce it in church because that's part of, you know, we should I could do an episode on that, the whole marriage thing. But part of that is like the the community in the church is involved in that. It's a sort marriage. of an approval thing, or like a we'll be there. To it's part you of the too. bands. That's like it's actually, it's actually an interesting thing with overstep of the government too, which is a, a oh, whole yeah. other can of worms. But yeah, like, hmm. um, like weddings are from the church; they're not from the government, and we hmm. view them much right. more as from the government now than we do from the church. Yep. Um, but yeah, so in the same way, like if if you had a wedding on a Sunday, um, it, it's not super common in our circles, but it does happen. Yeah, and then. The church, like everyone, a member of your congregation, get to be part of that, mm-hmm. and you could, like I know that there's situations where they made that part of the service. Yep. And while it's not part of our liturgy, it's yep. or it's not a sacrament or something like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's something good that a Christian community can yeah you know, for share. Sure. And so, you know, to say like you can't have a funeral on a Sunday, well, maybe, but, uh, but yeah, also like, can you do a wedding on a, on a Sunday and. Are you making the minister work extra hard? Because yeah, like yeah, I would say you you could, in my in my opinion. I so, could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's two sides to it. But we yeah uh, we uh, we never heard back from them on it. So we'll uh, if we uh, yeah if we get an answer, we'll get an answer. We'll uh, we'll let you know in our next one. Okay, so that was 32. 33. Yeah, 33. 33 was the, the church. The church, yes, Ribbon Bowen. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty popular episode. A lot of people liked that. A lot of people tuned in. Well, that's good because it was one of the ones that we wanted to do like from the beginning of starting this thing. So it's true, not yeah. necessarily with Bal- with uh, River Bama, but uh, definitely that was one of the topics that I thought was was something that I was curious in, like about. And yeah, what definitely mean? something that we've seen like the church shopping thing, and mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, we talked about authority too and stuff like that. Yeah, and then the true church. How do you find a true church? So yeah, he he, a- he laid down a good distinction there, right? Like he used the example of money. So we have mm. money, and then you have counterfeit money. So when we talk about the church, there is the church, and then there is, you know, the church. The false not, church. The false church. Yeah. The counterfeit church. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have to say true church. You just yeah. the church. And then in the church, yeah. you have pure and less pure. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I so. thought that was quite helpful, because you can get into some, yeah, you get yourself in some weird debates if you mm. go with the true-false divide. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously, the whole conversation didn't solve the whole, you know, uh, what denominations are, uh, you know, the church and what ones are not. But it's no, yeah. that no, maybe not a solvable issue, but not uh, the, definitely shed some light on like how how to think of the church, and then like, yeah, we talked about church shopping a bunch. I think you pushed him pretty hard on that, which was, I think, was good. I heard positive feedback on you know. Basically, how hard we were on him. <laughs> yeah, people like. Even though we, uh, I, I didn't think it was hard. Up but greedy. No, it wasn't like a. I just wanted to know. I was yeah. trying to get an answer there, but. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, like the church shopping thing. Like, do you? Yeah, are we looking for what we're looking for because we think it's best for us, or 
do we realize where we're called to be or, you know, should be? And I think he shed some light on it. Like, you know, what, what the things you should consider are when you're thinking about moving or when you're thinking about, you know, like, yeah, where you're going to be in your life and also how God leads, like how he led him, like, you know, from church to church and, you know, that God is working way before you even start thinking about moving. He's kind of leading you in a direction that you don't even know. So definitely, definitely helpful. Yeah. 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 The the other thing too, that I pulled out of that episode is that he did agree uh, with. with Oh yeah. After several pounds. After I was (laughs) extracting some pounds of flesh, but I was, I I did get an answer on who has authority and ultimately in the church, the uh, consistory has the authority. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, take into consideration what the government says and, Make mm-hmm. a responsible decision and yada yada yada, yeah. but at the end of the day, they are tasked with uh, shepherding the flock, and, mm-hmm. and they have the authority. Actually, that could be an interesting episode too, because the authority you said it lies with the consistory. I actually recently had a conversation with a few people who they were talking about. Well, is the are the deacons part of that? Oh, I've had the same conversation because we uh, talked about it with Art Witten too in the yeah the church right, order, right. and a lot of sometimes the deacons are well, it's the consistory with the deacons. That's how they put it. We we call it council, but yeah, yeah. is the council the ruling body of the church, and is or is the consistory the ruling body of the church? And so, like, it seems like the divide now is like anything that has to do with like the running of like the, the services is council. Yeah, the church, like the church budget, and uh, I would say like, yeah, like church matters. Like your, um, you know, are we building a new building? Are we sure you know, our capacity limits? Are we expanding and, are we somewhere? Doing or COVID this and that, or are we? Yeah, so all that stuff falls under consistory, or sorry, under council. Yeah, everybody. Um, even even all the programs you run, like, uh, you know. Outreach stuff. If you're running outreach stuff, yeah, or yep. mission initiatives or whatever. Yep. But then the the spiritual, Discipline. just the spiritual things yep. land in consistory. Yep. And then the deacons obviously their own thing. Yep. So, but yeah, it's an interesting um, conversation too. We could probably have at some point. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the deacons should be involved too. But yeah, that's, I'd be... Well, the, yeah, it's it depends. On, yeah, it's how you read like, what the deacon's the, role is in in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. well, and they're, like, they're called a minister to you know and to care for the people under yeah. their care, and part of that is spiritual care too, which is also the role of the elders. Well, the so deacons, deacons that, aren't just money, you know, exchangers. Like, there's a lot more to that role. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I feel like caring and and uh, yeah, making sure people are being. Um, well cared for beyond then, their financial but, uh, needs. From the elders' point of view, yeah. you can't. It's it's hard to care for people if you're only uh, checking in on their spiritual life. You got to yeah. like have a, a fulsome relationship. You do work closely together, like yeah. At least in my experience, you'd like yeah. But I mean, it's also uh, where does the authority actually lie for, from? Like that standpoint, we took, we were talking about COVID, yeah. and like who has the authority to like open the service yeah. and call? Like to me, it's not. Yeah, it, the case can be made. It's not the council that calls. Yeah. It's the consistory that calls the congregation to worship. So right now we have a situation where you kind of like the council talks about whether or not the church is open, and then consistory kind of the tells call. the consistory what to do in yeah. terms of calling the congregation or not. Which yeah. is kind of I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's not quite right, but that should, seems to be how. That's it a good episode. Right. I wish get some clarity on that. No, no. If you have a guest idea, right. <laughs> <laughs> some people. Uh, let us know yeah so anyways yeah thanks for having Bowman we could have Art Witten back on that was good yeah Um, and Reverend Bowman we'll have them they can come yeah yeah, yeah. definitely (laughs) alright and then we did uh, Life Renewal 
mm-hmm. which was kind of a su- not a surprise episode, but we had planned to do uh, Sarah Hutton's because Unmet Expectations, the book dropped, I think, two weeks before. We actually planned to drop Sarah's that week, and instead, sure. Life Renewal was just getting going in their season. Yeah. And so we thought we would squeeze Andrew and Heidi in there. Yep. Plus, Andrew and Heidi are related to Sarah. So they're siblings, so I think they kind of... Uh, <laughs> they made it work. How we work that out? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, we got Andrew and Heidi in there. Hopefully people... Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of people loved it. Hopefully some people heard it and then, you know, signed up. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, yeah, it was opening. It was an opening, eye-opening yeah. discussion. Yeah, we've been meaning to do that one for a while too, right? Yeah, to learn about life renewal and, and all the good work they're doing. And, yeah, changing changing hearts and, and, and minds and relationships. And, yeah, I think helping people to grow uh, deeper in their faith and deeper in their relationships, yeah, between spouses and, mm-hmm. and um that and also church insane. members too, right? Like having, yeah. like they mentioned, like you can tell, you know, after church if there's people talking about the weather, about last night's game or something or work yeah. or something. And then you have people talking about meaningful issues and, and yeah, mm-hmm. they've probably been to life renewal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was super honest and like super, um, I don't it wasn't a hard one to do for us, I wouldn't say, but it was definitely like a, it was a conversation that was beyond just thinking about what was on our outline. I think that was, that was the yeah. case. Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, oh, okay, what, what kind of questions are we asking next? It was like, Oh, well, they shared some Ooh. powerful yeah. Yeah, personal stories too. Yeah. Personal stories. And it makes you think, and it makes you like, yeah, it really, I mean, we might ask the same question over and over. I don't know, but we got, you know, lots of, <laughs> lots of, uh, answers out of them for, you know, what the program's like and, you know, like what to expect and what you should be going in with. Like what, Yeah the expectations you should be have going in and the kind of the mindset you should be have going in. Yeah. It's a big commitment, um, but the very, you know, and like, yeah, having uh confidentiality is, is very much yeah. uh, a high value for them and they mm-hmm. want to make it a safe place to, you know, share your story and to, to learn and to, and to be vulnerable. So, yeah. So it was really, it really, yeah. Eye opening for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can definitely see myself going through it at some point. Cause just, I, yeah, I'd like to as well. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, yeah. But what, yeah, there were, I mean, there was all sorts of good stuff in there, but maybe we can uh, let that one be. <laughs> sure. It's just, uh, it is what it is. Go sign up for Life Renewal. Yeah, it's pretty so, simple. Sounds like an amazing program. It's good stuff. And then, yeah, we got uh, Sarah's, Unmet Expectations. Yeah. So that was interesting for me listening to it. Not you say, what it. were your impressions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought she... Uh, I, I, having not read the book actually, so just listening to the podcast, yeah, I thought she was a, yeah, I mean, it was a powerful story as well. Hearing mm-hmm. uh, about her struggles, and I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a 23 year old guy, like it was definitely eye opening for me too. Like, um, yeah, just whatever the the challenges you can possibly expect to face in marriage and, and trying to have a kid mm-hmm. and all that. So, yeah, I did, I didn't know that. I just thought, yeah, I'm sure some people go through that, but. Yep. Seems like it's more widespread than I initially thought. So maybe I'm just yeah. you know the dumb young kid on on this end of the podcast. But <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe more people uh, my age or whatever in the same boat just didn't know. I mean, did oh. you, you did you know prior to getting married? Probably not. No, no, yeah, not, so. not really. Like you kind of have an idea, right? But you don't. 
I, I, it's never something you... You are, don't know how prevalent it is, right? And then, like, what we said, we said that, and she said that in the podcast. Like, yeah. you kind of look to your family. Yeah, like, oh, totally. Like, oh, like, you don't... It's not like you have a whole bunch of uncles and aunts, like... You have, are, like, one kid or no don't kids. have kids yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And even if you do, you're like, ah, well, my parents had four kids or ten kids or whatever. Oh, I know. You're like, ah, it's probably fine. And, yeah. you know, my wife's family or my husband's family, you're like, oh, a big family. Like, yeah. Probably just do the same thing, right? Yeah. Like, it... I don't know how prevalent it is, I like guess, in, in terms of a statistic, but it definitely seems to be more. Maybe it's because I'm older too, but like, it definitely seems to be more and more prevalent than. It. Yeah. Maybe it used to be prevalent. It just wasn't talked about, but it it That's definitely awesome. seems to be a thing that you know. I would I, at least I come across it a lot more. So. Yeah, you're. Oh yeah, you're definitely in the age bracket where that that would come up a whole bunch. But yeah, interesting. But it always seems to be like oh yeah, like oh man, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, so and so, that so and so had, had yeah, was yeah. having trouble or whatever. Like, so yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, Kel and I kind of told our story a little bit too, and like, it's yeah, in it, our story, by in by no means like harrowing, <laughs> it's like the probably the best case scenario if, if you're you going to, go to face that. anything yeah. like that. So, which I mean, we're obviously extremely thankful for, and like Sarah's is, you know, near the other end of that. So, yep. I think it was even probably hard for her to hear our end of it she was probably like rolling her eyes thinking like yeah you have it easy what do you think yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Um, but at least she can relate a little bit so um yeah the fertility yeah there were a few things that we we talked about like like uh fertility treatments and like the ethics around that and stuff like that she didn't yeah her, her focus was like more on like the the story and like the experience of it yeah the experience of it her story and then like how we can better understand you know people going through it and then like how we can open up the conversation to people. Yeah, and prepare you know, yourself yeah. for it. As, prepare the community. Yeah. You know, how can we best support? So she didn't really get into, like, the the nitty-gritty of, like, yeah, maybe the ethics of you know, fertility treatments or, like, what do you do if you can't have kids? Like, what does the adoption road look like? Or, yep. you know, is that, like, that whole consideration? I mean, that's just, like, a that's something that, like, early on you start thinking about in the back of your head. But you can't even, like, wrap your head around what that all would entail. So oh, I mean, you could write a whole separate book on that stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, we we could probably do another podcast on fertility IVF treatment and ethics, ethics and stuff. And stuff and, yeah. Um. And what that like? Yeah, because we get into some like pretty um intrusive measures. Sure. Yeah. And then you know, well, if the issue is as prevalent as it is, then I'm sure you know it's a good chunk of people struggling with making those making those decisions, right? What to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would actually be good to talk about adoption too, and yeah, non biological family, mm-hmm. right? It's uh, yeah, definitely something that people go through too, and uh, something I probably would be in your seat talking about. <laughs> like, I don't know, but uh, oh, yeah. definitely something that I'd be curious to talk about for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, no, I think yeah, it was uh, it was fun to have Kel on too. Yeah, we had planned that episode. Sarah actually reached out to us when she knew her book was going to be released and I, I loved the idea and like she actually sent us a, a copy ahead of time and so Kel, we were, <laughs> we knew that she was going to come on for, I don't know, two or three months. So oh, she yeah. was pretty nervous about that, like going in. Well, she is naturally. But she, uh, she yeah, no, she's, she's good. Great, so. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, the only other thing in there was like the cultural pressure thing that I think we brought that up at the end with her. Oh yeah, like, true. That's if good you like. Up. Yeah, if you encourage people, young people, to 
to kind of check their expectations about having kids. Like expectations, sure, but like check, like kind of check your hopes and, you know, your dream family. Like you kind of get pretty quickly to a point where people, especially young girls, like women, are going to start thinking, well, let me not look forward to that because oh, it could not oh, happen. I want this many kids, this many boys, And like girls. instead I'm going to be yeah, like, yeah. let me just look at like, I'll be, I'll be a nurse, like forget the family thing. And because the pressure from the world's like definitely going that way, right? You need to, ba- yeah, she was saying you need to balance it between, okay, on the one hand, kids are beautiful blessing from the Lord and it's a very good thing and you should strive to have them, mm-hmm. but also expect that you could face challenges and it could be quite difficult and uh, yeah. it could be a long road. So kids are not the end all be all as much of a blessing as they can be. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, don't get caught up in it, but also be thankful that you have, have kids or could, could get kids. Yeah. And then, um, don't let, uh, yeah, but also don't flip to the worldly side of things where it's like kids are not a blessing and kids are a big, you know, yeah. pain to have around and you should just buy a dog or get some yeah, plants yeah. and, you know, <laughs> get some plants, whatever. Oh yeah. That's no, right. that's what people do. And then start just your jungle and travel. Your family. Yeah. Both work, both work and just travel. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely a, it was a good topic to, uh, to cover and hopefully, uh, uh, we heard from a few, especially younger women, who found it fairly helpful. So, yep. Hopefully that uh, continues, and maybe if people are interested in that, like you can go check her out on Instagram. I think the link was in echoes of echoes, my heart. echoes of my heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there's like room for. I thought Sarah would have plans for a support group or something. I'm sure there'll be something like that soon. Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's kind of where you go for sure. Like to hear to get together with other women or, or to chat with other women who are, mm-hmm. I told her she's going to get phone calls off the hook, but yeah. she, you know, but yeah, like it's, yeah, it's good to, to talk to other people. Definitely get that support. Right. So, Definitely. and even for men too, but yep, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that kind of hits, uh, that's hits it. a cap on it for now. What's our other plans? Maybe that's another thing for these episodes. Yeah. we got one coming up. Uh, actually my dad's coming on the pod. We're going to talk about Clarion magazine. Which is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to take two sides of it, RP versus Clarion. Oh, it's not, I don't think it's a versus situation. But oh, okay. We're, yeah, we'll get some clarity on what they're doing over there, what their plans are to kind of revamp the magazine and uh, freshen it up. And yeah, we can talk about the purposes of, of the various magazines and the different roles they play. And We're getting your dad on and we're not talking about the Psalms. Oh, we could throw the Psalms. We'll probably have a plug for the Psalms book in there too. He's, yeah. uh, well, he's got a devotional if you're interested. A lot of people have bought it already and... Uh, Oh yeah, the sure. four. I think it's a four-volume uh, commentary set as well. Yeah, I don't have the commentary set. Yet. Get the commentary set, man. Yeah. You can go deep dive into the Psalms. Yeah, there you go. Start teaching you your dad to bring a copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can, maybe uh, do that. Yeah, no, that'll be good. We got to get some more on the docket. So if people uh, have ideas for episodes, yeah, send them in too because um, we got not, a bunch. We're not running low, but we uh, yeah, we got a lot of ideas. We just got to book them in. We so. got to book them in. Uh, so we'll get we on. did a big old uh, spell where we did a whole bunch, and now we uh, we'll do it again. We're gonna get back to recording. So perfect. All right. Well, beautiful. Thanks, folks, uh, for letting us do this uh, feedback episode. Hopefully, it wasn't too rambly. We just wanted to it probably was give you an update, check back in, and yeah, very thankful beautiful. for uh, our new podcast manager. She's oh been yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's been great. We're no longer editing everything ourselves. 
a lot um, more our Instagram got way more Instagrammy. You'll have noticed that. Uh, I mean, if you're listening to this point in the podcast, and if you think there's any weaknesses, I'm sure it's us. We're not taking as many pictures of our guests. Yeah, that's that's on right. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Mariah has been great, and it's been really nice to having someone edit our stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. So if you're interacting with us on our email or Facebook or Instagram, she's probably getting in touch with you and and letting us know, shooting it over our way. So. So, all right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much. Catch you next time. Keep having a real talk. Beautiful. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real Talk. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen or watch the show. If you want to send us your feedback, and we'd love to hear it, please email us at reformedrealtalk at gmail.com. If you want to find us online or social media, we've got a lot of great content there. Just search Reformed Real Talk and we should come right up. This show is created and produced by myself, Lucas Holtfleur, and Tyler Vanderwood. And our wonderful podcast manager who does all the editing is Mariah Tamiga. So we're really thankful for her contribution to the show as well. That's all for now, folks. Thanks for watching or listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.